create with Fran Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. It's Fran Sydney speaking to you on episode 138 of Create with France. And today we are going to talk about maybe one of those topics you, you would never guess. We're going to talk about the fear of spending money. Stay tuned. Just as a small introduction, I will make sure you know this is not related to people who do not have money and whose bills are climbing up, as you can see in some parts of the world. This is nothing to do about that. So don't worry, this is not a disease, this is real. The price of uh, and the cost of living is going up and that's fine to be worried about it. What we are talking about is a real big fear about spending money on yourself. It's called chromatophobia and it's an unreasonable fear of money. And I was reading a story of a lovely lady in the States who was so terrified of the whole idea of money, she was afraid of spending it because she thought, well, if I spend it, maybe I will not get any more money. And um, she feared paying her own bills because her inner thinking was, well, if I pay the bill, maybe I will never have enough money either. And so she ended up having thousands and thousands of dollars of debt. But then, instead of going on to earn more money, she had actually developed this really horrific, horrific fear of making money because she thought, well, I'm going to be so irresponsible, I'm going to completely mismanage my money, so I might as well not make any money. So this was really a little bit of a vicious cycle and therefore this poor lady ended up having huge problems in a financial area. And of course, this was just one side of a problem because the second side was that you couldn't really talk to her about money but she would be secretly checking her bank account, worried, worried to death that something that she would find was going to be like, there we go, you lost all your money. And uh, if she was going to go out with, you know, banknotes, she would be looking inside her purse to see if there was something inside. And it came, it became so bad that if any of her friends talked about, you know, oh, I've earning Uh, I've earned so much from my job or whatever, she would instantly have a panic attack. So you think, you know, there will be a problem. Even the idea of let's go shopping together, no, there was a problem. And so she had this idea that paying for things was just going to trigger anxiety attacks. And so she was pretty much stuck because money, the idea of money in all the possible aspects was an idea that made her feel completely anxious and worried and she realized that this was not a very good way of living. And this is not the same thing of living from paycheck to paycheck as people do when, you know, they are not doing too well or when they're becoming worried about losing their, their house because the payments are going up. This is, not, this is a normal person with a normal job who somehow focused so much on money, lack of money, losing the money, that her life was really changed. So there a serious problem. There are different ways of 
looking at the symptoms of acromatophobia, one is this extreme fear of spending money so that it can get into your daily life and it will change it. Others are anxiety or panic at the prospect of spending money because it might never come back. And then there could be also the tendency to avoid spending money as much as possible. So without the anxiety, but just the tendency, no, I'm not going to spend it because in this, and I'm going to say it again, is not related to people who are obviously not doing well and so they, they have to be careful. According to psychiatrists, there, there are some things that you, you want to see in order and they determine the fact that somebody has chromatophobia. For example, uh, the person may deny themselves a necessity that they can actually afford, but they're like, nope, not going to do it. Or they might not, never go out, never go on holiday, never do any hobbies or anything. Although they have plenty of budget, but they don't do it because, you know, the money's going to go. Or they might refuse to spend on healthcare because they think, you know, even if they're ill, no, I'm not going to go. Um, or they even buy junk food because it's cheaper just to avoid spending money. And then there are problems that come because you realize, so the person is going on and on with his problem, and then they're not paying the bills, and then develop legal problems. And past that, you see the other problem, that all their living situation deteriorates because they're not spending money on maintenance, they're not spending money on repairs, and they're not working to make money because they're terrified of dealing with money. So looking back at the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, which is commonly known as DSM, that is number one, two, three, four, five, etc. So the healthcare provider will say, well, is this person excessively fearful, unreasonably fearful of a prospect of, of this money is spending? Does this person have a panic attack? Are they very, very anxious about it? Do they recognize that their reaction is excessive, but they can't do anything about it, they just can't stop it. Do they avoid the situation and um, maybe go through a lot of anxiety and distress but just avoid it? And does all this interfere with their daily life so that it's affecting how they function, their work, their home situation? Is this fear persistent? Is it lasting more than six months? Is it always there? And does this person have another mental health condition that is causing this? And also there are lots of things like um, you know, there could be a little bit of the um, genetic predisposition to have this because it could be passed from the family, maybe, you know, money scarcity from the, um, our ancestors and whatever. So there are lots of things that um, people can do to treat this. I've never had a client with this problem, so it will be quite interesting for me to meet somebody who has chromatophobia. So we'll tell you first what doctors will tell you to do. They'll give you three things. One is to do CBT, so Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, uh, because that really, you know, is okay for phobia treatments. And um, so that really helps you to understand how your thoughts are irrational, they're not based on reality. And so these problematic behaviors that you have can be changed if you start thinking in a healthy way about money, so you can counteract your own phobia. The second way that they suggested to do exposure therapy. This is still a part of CBT and is being developed so that people can be safe and yet control um, their fear, so face it, but they're feeling safe. 
and so they could be exposed to a situation that they fear until they develop these coping skills. This might work or might not work. And of course, the last one would be using anxiety man management skills. For example, we all know art therapy, mindfulness, meditation, nature, anything that can help you to manage your anxiety that is caused by the phobia can be useful generally to feel better. There are of course other possible causes. Why a person becomes so terrified about money? Um, one very clear one is that when we go to school, depending on which school we go to, we don't really, we don't get this education, we don't understand very well how money works. Money can be quite complex and difficult, so there is financial jargon, nobody knows about investment and debt, people don't understand how a bank works, how loans work, uh, not a lot of people understand the budgets and uh, direct debits and credit cards and checks. Some people have no idea what is a dividend, a bond, an interest rate. So it can be quite complex and because of that we might leave high school and have no idea how to manage money and therefore we keep losing money. So we have a very well-founded fear of losing it because we don't know how money works. And I don't know if this is true but I was told or I read that while normal people go to school, you know, normal state-funded school and they learn Oh, there are two people that have two dogs and they spend 10 pounds and uh, how much money they have in the end. Uh, apparently, people who go to Eton in very exclusive private schools, they don't have those exercises with maths. They have exercises that go, you have one and a half million pounds in savings and you're going to invest at 25% and what you're going to have in 25 years, you know, I'm just making throw. So it's just a mindset there. So would that be a mindset problem? It would be therefore very important to look at this aspect of our mindset. Are we growing up with a scarcity mindset or with an abundance mindset? And without taking it to the extreme, if you think that you're never going to make money, then you will not attract many uh, situations because your RAS system will not be focused on that. And you might just think, yes, yeah, I was right, I was never going to make any money. And this will create a problem where you keep losing money and then you think it's dangerous to talk about money or even handle it. Of course, there are things such as past experiences which we might have had when we were younger and they are negative. And so maybe our mom couldn't pay for the bills. It was a single mom. Maybe our dad was bankrupted. And so maybe it was the war or a fire. We had to move because somebody was ill. We lost all the savings. So we develop a real fear about money because money is like these things that we can't really grasp. Everyone else has it, but we don't have it. Or it could be the complete opposite. You then grow up in a really wealthy family and you have all the money you want, but you witness somebody doing things that make you feel very uncomfortable with that money. Could be illegal, could be unethical, could be a greedy thing, could be criminal. And so you don't want to do anything with this money you think is dirty, so you are fearful about money and you develop this fear. I do personally know quite a few people who actually have this anxiety of spending money because they lost a lot of money because they went into business with somebody who then went ahead to steal half of business and disappeared with all the, the funds. 
and all invested in a venture and that didn't work out because you know it wasn't the right idea or in the right moment of time and so you're now very very fearful of putting your money anywhere and you'd rather keep it under the mattress so the possibilities are endless there is a very common position also when people are in debt because of lots of situations coming together where they have a creditors coming the bailiffs are coming they're knocking on your door they want your money and they harass you so you're absolutely terrified of having any money because they're gonna take that away and you don't have any peace anymore so you start seeing money as the, the root of all evil and finally there's also a, a mindset thing sometimes it's just that we have connected lots and lots of stuff with money that has nothing to do with it for example our self-esteem or guilt or regret or a financial hardship that we had many years ago and because this one one-off or maybe childhood experience that we had is still very very live very alive i would say in our mind we cannot detach it and when we think about money we cringe because it is still really bad in our mind so it could well be that many many people suffer from a degree of money anxiety but only when it's going to the extreme anxiety and panic attacks that we're talking about this particular phobia so going back to the lady who ended up not being able to pay the bills in fear of losing all her money she realized that the very first step she had to do was to just say okay i have a problem what's what's wrong here i have a problem i have a fear i have to do something and i need somebody to help me so the second step that comes consequentially from the first is to say right i got this then she found out it was called chromatophobia but this extreme stress about spending money was very bad and so she went and did lots of therapy including i think hypnosis and emdr which is a movement desensitization and reprocessing and she released some belief systems that she had that were very negative towards money she had energies that were very negative all regarding this topic of money she had traumas that she had to deal with and so all these fears had a reason to exist and so she was able to heal from the distress that she had suffered when she had so many difficulties financially speaking and um, and i think in the end she also used eft so that she could be less resistant to spending the money when it was correct so she she would suggest to, to anyone to use a good professional maybe a coach to develop a really healthy money mindset so it's realistic but also moving away from the negative feelings that can affect how we deal with money i think that her suggestions are very good and then if you want to really fall in love with the idea of making money as opposed to losing money you could always read uh, read rich dad poor dad by robert kiyosaki one of the big investors did he have something like 12,000 properties and think and grow rich napoleon hill or you can read something from tony robbins uh, money master the game so there are loads and lots of financial courses everywhere there are some from the dragons here in the uk from the dragons then if you don't know who they are 
And so even talking to the people in your bank and seeing some person, maybe a financial advisor, or speak to people who know how that works and speak to people who are knowledgeable about everything legal that has to do with money. So because the more you learn about investments and how the economy works, etc., the more you feel empowered that you know how money works and so you're not as scared. It's not this black thing, a cloud, and, and it has to be feared. And it has to be feared. It has to be faced because if we face it, we can make a plan and the plan is better than running like a headless chicken every month thinking, oh, I can't pay the bills. The money's there. <laughs> so the biggest step seems to be that We want to really detach the two concepts, the one that we are worthy and the, the, the concept of money. Money is, is nothing, it doesn't actually exist, it's just a printed piece of paper, a digital number. So it's really not something there, but this feeling that we cannot afford this, cannot afford that, and you know, that's not very good. However, it is true that we have to be realistic and understand when it is the time to save because we anticipate there's going to be a problem ahead in the game so that's called wisdom it's not called anxiety for the sake of it so it's important to look at that and also think about when we were young maybe we understood that um, if you got money you you were loved and and accepted maybe your mommy gave you only money when you were good Or maybe your parents were only paid if they did so much production. Or maybe salespeople they didn't have many benefits. So you were seeing that um, the worth of people was very much connected to the amount of money they were getting. So all these beliefs that we create when we're a bit younger might still be there, affecting how we look at money today as adults. Of course, if there is a real problem with money and we are living paycheck to paycheck, the best thing is to understand how money works and trying to talk to the people, your creditors, discuss the matter, trying to divide everything, of course, trying to make your debit card, your debt smaller by paying off in certain there are systems and strategies to pay off your debt and they will help you to feel better if there is a real financial reason for being anxious about money but if you think about it money is really energy isn't it because you do something for somebody else and then they receive your type of work or service they may give you something in return and so it's moving it's this energy it's this emotion that you have it's coming from yourself to the other and it's going from the other person to another so if they give you electricity or if they give you the water every month, they are giving you something in return and you give them the money to say thank you for what you are receiving. So if you have this very unhealthy, terrifying anxiety about departing from money, you, you would think that giving is bad, but really we have to give and we have to receive so that we have not the resistance, but we have this energy that is flowing between us and the other person. And sometimes when we are not very well and we think, oh, I can't do this, and we might actually give to other people, but not give to ourselves because we're never worth it. And you think, well, sometimes we are actually worth it. So 
If you look at Kiyosaki and other people, they have made millions of dollars and sometimes they lost everything. But because of their mindset, they were able to turn around their life and their finances and to make millions again. But went back to the banks and they had a plan. So you want to think about this as energy and what is that you are attracting with your behavior. And so if you say to yourself, I have plenty going around, I am happy to share, I can help somebody, you start a little bit better and you attract more. This is if you believe in attracting with your energy things that are positive and, and living like that because it can be quite a good thing. And of course, that doesn't mean to give away what you do not have. We're always talking about there are lots of extremes, so be careful. Do not give away the money that will be used for paying your important bills. That has to be used for a specific reason. Another step that can be really useful is that every time we manage to pay off a debt or something or fix something in the house that's been there for months and finally we got the money, we got somebody in, they fixed it. Then you can celebrate that, not by spending more money, <laughs> but just in, say to yourself, well done, you know, I have managed my money well and now I have a better life, a more comfortable life, or maybe I help somebody else with this money and so I'm happy for that. So we should also be grateful that you can, we can pay the bills or pay for the car or take our children somewhere. So we shouldn't have regrets about that because money is there also to make our life better. It isn't just something that we give away every month to pay for the bills, but it's there to be more comfortable and happier to have more choice. According to psychiatrists, the best time to work on chromatophobia is now by showing compassion to yourself as you deal with this very paralyzing fear and to remember that when we refuse to spend money on on ourselves on something around the house that is broken this can cost a lot more money in the long run because if we do not take care of our help or health of our uh, daily needs, our car, our pipes, whatever, you know, our body, eventually these things are going to break down. So trying to save by eating, for example, only junk food because we think it's cheaper, it might can, you know, might turn out to be a thing that is going to cost a lot more later. And so always being very, very wise and thinking, Am I saving here or am I actually not saving by causing a longer problem? So for example, you wouldn't think of not buying a toothbrush because you don't want to spend the money. Because if you don't buy it, you never brush your teeth. You're going to spend hundreds and hundreds of pounds or dollars of yen in the dentist later on, right? So it's important to really think realistically, use CBT for that. And maybe use a budgeting app if you are not able to manage your money and you don't want to be worried too much about overspending, use this app where every bank has one, you can buy some apps, so you can have some apps for free, so you don't have to worry about spending money. If you set up your direct debits for the payments that are really important, and so your bills are sorted out without any emotion. And then you might work with a therapist, with a friend, a coach, a mentor to help you to see the end of this tunnel, because this type of anxiety is very crippling and can be very paralyzing but the important thing is that if you have treatment you will be improving your health your relationships and overall all your life why because 
it can actually save you because there could be something really serious that could happen if you allow the repairs in the house or uh, maybe a chronic disease to become something really serious because it's been neglected. So think about it. Maybe it's not very important now to spend some time in the gym and exercise or to buy a supplement that you've been told will be very good for you for your own condition. Maybe you think, well, I'll do it another time. And that's fine. You're saving those 10 pounds or 20 pounds, 100 pounds. But then if you don't do it, sometimes you end up with a long life, a lifelong problem that will cost you a, long, a lot more in money or that may cause you to be so uncomfortable and so unwell that you are not having the quality of life that you wanted to have to begin with. So always think about it in realistic terms. What is it I'm worried about? If I spend this money, what is a terrible thing that's going to happen and how is that going to make me feel? That's a good question. And ask yourself what is important for me about saving this money. Well, I hope that this was a useful episode. And um, if you have a friend who is afraid of spending the money, has panic attacks, refer it to me and we can have a chat and see if we can help. Thank you so much for being with Create with France this week. Please write a good review if you enjoyed this episode or any of the past episodes. And I want to wish you a very great wish in preparation for Easter. I'll see you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye. You've listened to Create with Franz Sidney.